Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Common Sense is Not Common. Thanks for joining us today. You are so awesome. Today's episode is brought to you by StyleUp.com. They help barbers and beauty professionals get more clients. That's S-T-Y-L-E-U-P-P.com. The extra P is for professionals. So recently, I went to the store to pick up a few things and headed to the checkout counter. I realized that there were no longer any people working, but instead, they have checkout machines. Then I thought of all the cashiers that lost their jobs to these machines. Then I remember the counter counter-argument that even though the cashiers lost their jobs, other jobs were created to build these machines. But I for one see a huge flaw in that argument. The fact is that many of these machines were not even made in America. So essentially, jobs were exported. And then it dawned on me how many American companies make their products abroad and then sell them here in America. I inspected the items in my cart while waiting in line and there was not one item that was made in America. I returned them all and looked for goods that were made in America. Yes, prices were a little bit higher, but I felt that I was helping a fellow American keep his job when I purchased products that were made here in America. So I will continue to do that because these large corporations are the ones that are really stealing our jobs. Consider this scenario. You drove into work, same place you've worked for 10 years. The boss calls everyone into a meeting and says that in an effort to cut costs, they will be letting some people go because corporate decided it's more cost efficient to outsource part of the production process to somewhere else, not in America. You instantly got that uneasy feeling in your gut that things are going to spiral out of control. But still, you keep a straight face and you finish your shift. At the end of your shift, your boss calls you in the office and tells you that you're being terminated. You feel like slapping him across the face, but you think of your family and you take the high road. The drive home is long. You feel betrayed because you had an agreement, an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. Because your dad instilled that in you, that this is is the American way. You work to buy a house, feed your family, send your kids to school, take a vacation every now and then, and save for retirement. But now, you're depressed. But you will find employment elsewhere because you're a go-getter. A few years pass and you have a new job and you're at the store when you see your old company's logo on a product. You recall hearing in the news that they eventually closed all their factories but kept their corporate office open. You move closer to get a better look at the product. It's the same thing you made for years with the same logo, same design, same color, except instead of saying made in America, it says made in not America. And to clarify, I'm not saying North, shout out to Kim and Kanye. I'm saying N-O-T, not America. How would you feel if they stole your job and your co-workers took it to another country where they don't have to pay an honest day's pay for an honest day's work, but then to add insults to injury, they bring the product back here to America to sell to Americans where they can fetch a higher price. To me, getting fired and moving to another country was a slap in the face. But to bring the product here and sell it to me after you fired me is a stab in the back. I've always had a hunch that many American companies are sending their production jobs abroad or sourcing products from other countries. That ain't right. And the reason for this hunch is that there are just too many products on the shelves in stores for American companies, but the products are made in not America. But I did not want to just come to you with a hunch. As always, I need some facts to support my opinion. So I did a little digging. Actually, I just scratched the surface, but what I found was dirty. By the way, as I mentioned dirt, if you haven't already checked out episode one after listening to this episode, go and check it out. It's about dirt, well, kinda. So I focused on Forbes top 10 companies 
and looked at whether they have significant production operations abroad or depended heavily on imports to create their goods and services. And surprise, surprise, many of them did. A few did boast, however, that they get their supplies from local companies. So I went as far as to look at those local suppliers and what I found is that these local suppliers are also sourcing goods and services from not America. Many of these small local American companies are importing products to provide their own products and services to larger American companies, allowing these large companies to say that they source their supplies from an American company. But are they really? After doing my research, I realized that many of these goods that we buy, many of these companies that say they're American, many of these companies don't make their products here. They cut out the American worker, yet are sold in American stores to the American consumer. Is that the American way? That ain't right. And I know that everyone is gonna say, yes, we know, everything is made in China now, but it's cheaper to make it there, so it's more affordable for us. But why are companies stealing our jobs and selling things back to us? How are we going to pay for it if we don't have jobs? What's the message they're sending? Are they saying that we don't value the American people? Because for someone to buy something, they need to earn. So who earns when they take our jobs to countries where labor is dirt cheap and they try to sell the products they make to the people they don't even want to hire? Who benefits from such a shady practice? Do you think it's a guy in the foreign factory? It's not. They usually make the minimum wage of their country, which is far lower than that of the USA. Do you think it's the people who lose their work to job exportation? They are left in limbo to find another source of income. It's mainly the investors who are mostly already rich and get tons of tax breaks because they help the economy by creating jobs. Yeah. When in reality, they're only creating wealth for themselves and helping the economy of other countries to grow. When you ask why, they might say it's because the cost of labor is high in America or the specialization needed cannot be found here or manufacturers want to maximize utilization of plant and equipment. So let's address these. Labor costs. We hear the complaints constantly. Companies say they can't afford to pay their workers. But labor cost is a result of the rise in the cost of living. People have to pay mortgages. Some have to pay rent. Everyone has to buy food. And because the cost of these things keep going up, then the cost of labor will also go up. But we all live and work here. So we have to work with each other both in good times and in bad times. You deciding to fire everyone and move your operation to another country is you abandoning the community. So you can't just come back and worse, come back to sell stuff. You went away to make your stuff elsewhere. So it's only fair that you sell your stuff there. In a community, everyone has to work together to make it a better place. What you should have done instead of running away is to find a way to bring the cost of living down so that the cost of business will also go down. These investors all know how the economy works. It's a circle. They hire you to make their goods and services and pay you for your time. Then they sell these goods and services so they can make more goods and services, pay more workers, and give dividends to their investors. You then spend your money in other sectors on goods and services allowing other companies to make money, other workers to get paid, other investors to earn dividends, and the government to collect taxes on 
all of that. And all these small circles form this one big circle, which is the American economy. But what happens when you remove one employer and all these jobs from the equation? What happens is that you lose spending power. Other sectors make less money and those companies move abroad also. More workers get left without jobs. The government collects less taxes and the economy slowly dies. Think of it like people moving away from a community and no one else moves in. After a while, you're gonna have a ghost town. I read an article that said that just like natural resources that can only be found in particular parts of the world, similarly, there are skills that can only be found in particular parts of the world. To that I say humans are trainable and skills are not acquired at birth. If a company needs a specialist in a certain field, create a knowledge base of best practices and teach the skills you require to have the job done. Create the skilled workforce that you need, but instead they outsource and leave us out in the cold. To maximize utilization of plant and equipment. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but why can't this be done in the States? If they can achieve it in other countries, then why can't the greatest country on earth achieve it? Why can't we make factories here that create raw materials for multiple businesses or even multiple industries? But the fault doesn't fall only on the companies. We are also to be blamed. The greatest asset that any nation has is its people. And if we the people turned a blind eye to the strangling of our economy by companies that don't want to pay their fair share to operate here, then we are allowing this to happen. We have the right to choose in this country, ladies and gentlemen. So we should choose to support the companies that choose to support us and stay far away from the ones who are parasites and only want to profit off our backs. Our spending power is the greatest in the world, so we can tell these companies what we want by the way we spend. So it's about time that we become educated buyers. Educated buyers that are not easily swayed by slick marketing campaigns. These companies only understand money, so let's speak their language and keep our money away from them. It's only fair they're keeping their money away from us, but when that bottom line gets threatened, we will see how quickly they straighten up. If you disagree with me, feel free to contact me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at It's Common Sense Podcast. And please rate this show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Subscribe to us, get your friends to subscribe, and let's go viral together. Until next time, have a good day.